welcome to Mildly Eccentric and Eminently Wise. Today we're going to be chatting with Sue Pitchforth and Lana Doss um, about using vision boards um, to help reach your goals and envision your dreams. Um, both Sue and Lana have been using vision boards for several years. Both are um, ladies who have transitioned into amazing self-employed uh, entrepreneurial lives and who have reached really good personal and career success. Um, how we define success of course is unique for all of us but um, both of these ladies are really great great examples of how to fulfill those life dreams that you have and how to really make a large transformation in your life using visioning and living with intention. So we're going to have um, a great chat today. The um, podcast is released every Thursday morning, so please watch for the uh, newest episodes every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. So we look forward to um, hopefully entertaining you and hopefully sharing some good information. If you care to be a supporter of this content and of this podcast, please find us on Patreon. There's a page there and you would be given some um, inside information, some behind the scenes stuff and also bonus content. We will have um, a little extra bonus content done also with Lana and Sue today that will be for patrons only. So I encourage you to find us there. The link is on the episode description. So please feel free. And as always, please also leave any comments or feedback or questions you may have um, using the voice message link also found on the um, episode description. So I don't want to keep you any longer. I know we're all excited to have a chat, the three of us, about using vision boards. And thank you so much for joining us today. And I'll welcome Sue Pitchforth of Decor Therapy Plus and Lana Doss of The Fine Gardener. And welcome, Lana and Sue. So happy to have you with us. So if you want to take a chance, maybe we'll start with Lana. Lana's been here before, so um, her episodes actually will be released uh, later, uh, about a couple of weeks from now. I don't have dates in front of me, but uh, Lana's gone through this um, podcast kind of process before. So maybe, Lana, you could just tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll move on to Sue. Sure, and uh, thank you for having me, me back. It's a pleasure to be here. It's great to have you. Thank you. So um, I'll try to put this in a nutshell. Um, right now I am self-employed. I'm working for myself as a professional gardener and I basically go out to other people's homes and I consult for them on ways that they can improve their gardens. Um, I will do gardening for them. Um, in the winter time, I teach in the horticultural program at Algonquin College here in Ottawa. That's where I am living. And I do normally uh, run some um, workshops in the wintertime as well. Ha they're hands-on, so we're taking a break this year, but maybe next year when things um, look semi-normal. Yeah. yeah, your workshops are a lot of fun. 
<laughs> it's too bad I don't live closer to you because I would love to go to more of them. So. <laughs> I have to come back and do more. And yeah, that's right. You were at my last one when I did uh, in Durham region. That's exactly. Great. Yeah, it was great. We made uh, terrarium planters and it, it, I still have mine and it inspired me to do an, an additional one as a fairy garden. So um, right. mind you, none of my living plant material is in there anymore. It's just decorative now because I killed everything. So, you know, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's not my forte. <laughs> That's why we have people like you, Lana. We need you. <laughs> and Sue, welcome. So glad to see you here. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your what you're up to. Well, thank you so much, April. I'm so excited to be here, and I'm excited to be here with Lana as well. So uh, as Lana is self-employed, I'm also self-employed. I moved to Ottawa, oh my gosh, almost four years ago. Is it that long already? Wow. I can't believe it. It's, yeah. Time goes fast, uh, especially, well, it goes fast in the summer when the weather's nice, when in the winter, they're very cold and freezing here and snowy, so it goes slower. Yeah. But I can't believe it. So I'm just so excited to be here on your podcast. And uh, I have a company called Decor Therapy Plus. And what I, um, what I do is I go into people's homes. I'm very passionate about helping people create a home that they love that um, I want them to surround themselves with things that are very special to them. To me, it doesn't matter if you're renting, if you're if you bought a home, if you have a old home, a new home, it doesn't matter. Wherever you are is home. And uh, I really um, I really appreciate and like the the therapy portion and the very emotional portion that I have with my clients because uh, it's gratifying for me that I know that I'm helping them with their home and most of them are stressed when they're calling me either about <laughs> you know where do I put this or paint colors so uh, I'm also a de-stressor of some sorts I hope <laughs> absolutely well and you know honestly both of you I think just have those personalities where you're you like helping people and it comes across like it's so obvious to the rest of us and uh we really appreciate that. And I really like the idea that you've got, Sue, as well, about doing things on a budget. Um, that is so important, especially these days. And making this you know, decor accessible to everyone is so, to me, that's a really unique um, thing that you offer and, and something that I've always very much admired about you. Well, thank you. It's, uh, that's, you get to be very creative and you're very creative, Lana's very creative. So that's what I love is that creative challenge. Oh my gosh. It's like, just let me do it. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's fun, you know, like yeah. really it's fun. It's uh, and it's nice when you can do something fun for a living, you know, Absolutely. and I think that's kind of um, what this podcast is really about. It's kind of how do we escape drudgery to move into what I call a badass life. You know, um, I know badass life can mean a lot of things to different people, but you know, it's not meant to be like, oh, I got to go ride a motorcycle and wear a leather jacket. It's about just being um, a badass woman and, you know, reaching your dreams and, and reaching your goals and, and actually realizing that it's okay to have dreams and goals and that they are things that you can incorporate into your life, whether it's moving into self-employment or whether it's just establishing you know the life that you've always wanted or what have you and it's, it's never too late to start so so maybe saying that let's uh maybe 
kind of talk about because again all three of us use vision boards or have used them at different times you guys are probably a little more consistent with yours than I am with mine um, but you know just in general um, how do you see the use of vision boards not necessarily just for you personally but just kind of in more general terms and and maybe that um, why that attracted you to using them for your personal life so maybe we'll we'll just kind of open the floor and, and throw in your thoughts sure um, I'll go first if you don't mind sure, sure. well it, it, it how it started for me it's actually a, a funny little story I went out on a date for the first time in my adult life I had been I had separated a few years before and um, I spent my adult life working and raising a family and on this first date with this gentleman um we were chatting back and forth and he asked me what i like to do and i said what do you mean and he's <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how to hey, what <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> and i was completely stumped i said i don't know i've actually really never had a choice of doing things I like to do. So for that whole week, I was thinking about things that I like to do. It's like, oh my gosh, my kids are getting older. I've only did what I needed to do to kind of get by. It was a busy life. And so that whole week, I would like every day I would send them something different. It's like, I think I like this. On another day, I'd be like, I, I think I'd like kayaking. And so it was a real challenge to me to, um, figure out what I like to do because I, I had spare time coming up. So it, that kind of naturally progressed into me finding pictures of things, um, showing some things that I, I enjoyed. And then I just started putting together for myself. And then I thought, oh, okay, like this is a great, this is actually a great visual to help remind me that I have a personal life. I have free time. I deserve to enjoy my free time. So that's how it started for me. And I think one of the first times or second times I'd done one was actually with you, April. We um, spent a New Year's Eve together. And- That was so much fun, by the way. <laughs> and like, I mean, for me, like how I do it now has, has changed a little bit since then, but that was a lot of fun. We had chips, we had wine that we didn't even drink. It was a sober- Not a drop, yeah, on New Year's Eve, but we had so much fun, yeah. We were just so into, um, just uh, creating some visuals of you know what we wanted to see in our year. So that's that's how it started for me. Um, that's how, you know, and that's the thing too. And and I'll get to you in just a second, Sue. It's you know, um, I think looking at most women are, have a similar experience. We have spent most of our lives either raising children or looking after people. Or if if we were people that chose not to have kids and decided to focus on career, it's been chasing a career, you know, and then you get to a certain point in life where you've either, your kids have grown, you you maybe are looking at, you know, how your career is different than it was when you were younger, because either you're kind of the, you've mastered it to a degree, or you're kind of looking at slowing it down, you know, at a second half of life. And it, I like the idea of discovering who you are and what you, what do you like? You know, because again, most most people kind of don't really know. It's true. That's awesome. Sue, what are your thoughts about? Oh my gosh, board thing. 
Well, I wasn't on a first date when I <laughs> my first board, but I think April, you can really relate to this. Um, so for for the listeners out there, April and I met years ago. We were both town councillors. Uh, yeah. I was in Whitby, and, and April was in Oshawa. We I think we met, and we had an instant connection. That's true. Yeah, we, and we had a lot of fun too, shopping yeah. and all that stuff. But for me. Um, you know, I, I was on town council for seven years. I, you know, had a family raising my son, so it was very, very busy. Um, I went to um, hope to get back in for the third time, um, but I didn't. And it was so interesting because I really, strangely enough, was not disappointed. I was excited because throughout this time, I also had my business, which I really couldn't yeah. concentrate on it was just right. like okay well i have time today i'll do an appointment next week or what have you so for me i truly saw this as an opportunity to finally find myself find my business yeah. um, and that's what precipitated me doing my first vision board and that really was for my business and i enjoyed doing that so much that I sort of branched out into personal um, and sometimes depending on the year I like to do a garden one, a travel one, uh, sometimes they're really big. So early on, you know, um, I think a lot of people, if they've never done a vision board, they may get stressed and they may think, oh, am I doing this right? There's right. no right or wrong way to do it. It's however you want to do it and things are going to change you're going to remove stuff and and so there's no there shouldn't hopefully be any stress it really should be something as lena had said and and you had said that you guys had fun mm -hmm. and it's really learning about yourself and whatever yeah. part of your life and empowering you because isn't it wonderful to think and dream oh i would love to do this or i'd like That's to go here. it's just it is very empowering for sure yeah, and I think that's the thing is that, you know, I make a good point. Uh, it, it's scary thinking about having to do a project for some people, you know, uh, for others of us who tend to be more a bit more on the creative side naturally and, and who are kind of open to those experiences, it's less intimidating. But it's the intimidating part can also be just facing yourself, you know, like just looking in the mirror and going, who the heck am I anyway? You know, what, what do I want? So I think that's, you know, um, my experience with it has just been because it was fun. And I, one of the things, I haven't done a formal board in a while because I, I use a bunch of other techniques for myself, but I'm thinking the visual might not be a bad idea to, to restart for my own um, situation, my own life. But I was thinking about doing foam board and just using push pins and then, you know, putting stuff up and then if things, because things are always in flux, right? And I'm that type of person also where I'm kind of, I'm very experimental, I like trying new things. So, you know, being able to change things out, then that way, you know, maybe I won't, myself or other people might not feel like they're beholden to doing specific mm -hmm. things they've seemed to be committed to. And it's like, and there's nothing wrong because committing to a goal obviously is the best way to reach that goal. But sometimes the path changes, you know, oh, the goal's absolutely. still there, but you know, I think it's pretty common for the path to meander a little bit. Well, it was funny. I was telling Lana um, last week that I had pulled out my 2020 vision board 
uh, obviously didn't really do anything as much as <laughs> I wanted uh, travel wise, especially. Let's put COVID across the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked at it and I said to Lana, I said, I was shocked at what I thought I wanted to do right. because of COVID, you know, we're all looking at our lives so differently. Exactly. And I haven't done my 2021 one yet. And I'm just in the process of doing that. Yeah. And I'm really excited because all I looked at everything, all the words, all the pictures on there, and they really made me think, do I really want to do that? Or right. So it's again, it's it's always you're always learning, and I really like your idea of putting push pins. Yeah, because things do change. We're women. Absolutely. We have, we, you know, we our prerogative is to change every day. If That's we, right. Yeah. I forgot that exactly. it's a woman's prerogative to change your mind. That's right. <laughs> exactly. And really, who's who's setting the rules here? You know, we set our own rules, it's our own lives. So I think that's a new concept for a lot of women, especially women. Um, I think of uh, what I'm going to broadly say is our generation, even though I know there's some some years between between us. But, you know, it is a generational thing, I think, as well, because we really weren't encouraged to um, kind of define for ourselves what we wanted or that we could change or not follow norms and challenge assumptions, etc. So it's kind of refreshing to get the opportunity as we get older, you know, freedom. Age is freedom, right? So maybe, um, Sue, I'm just gonna go back to you real quick because I know um, I, I, I have a plan here, but uh, how you use your vision boards, you'd mentioned about having different vision boards for different things, whether it's a project or a longer term goal or, whether it was for travel specifically or for whatever. So kind of, can you elaborate a little bit more about kind of how you use your vision boards for your own purposes? Sure, I think a really good example would be my garden vision board, which Lana uh, helped me with in so many ways. So I really, when I moved to Ottawa, my backyard was a clean slate. I had nothing. I had a wee little two foot deck and grass, that's it. Yeah. So for me during the winter, I would gather the you know pictures of flowers that I liked or features, um, and I pulled them all together. And it was really interesting because I was quite stressed about it um, because I didn't know how to pull it together. Right, and that's where Lana's advice really helped me. And I think. For some people, it can be intimidating when you see a lot of pictures and words and things and you're trying to pick the right one. Meanwhile, in your voice, it's going, you know, you've got that little negative chatter in your voice you've got to get rid of. Yeah. But for me, I, I created the visual in my mind and then I put it on my board. And with Lana's help, I am so excited. I, we actually, I actually, during COVID, dug all my gardens Lana came and we planned everything. It's all perennial. And I actually got to enjoy my garden this year. Nice. And it was it was kind of neat because it was a very specific vision board and it was sort of timed um, to, the, to this past year, like last year, uh, which is very unique where you get a lot of stuff done on your vision board in a yeah. small, uh, short period of time. I can't tell you the joy it gave me. Yeah. Every day, every day, every morning, 
I would walk about with my coffee every night. I'd walk about with my glass of wine and I just loved everything. And, and now you have that to look forward to this year. Oh, no, I'm so excited. Yes. Yes. And it, um, it's just great. It's a great feeling. It doesn't matter if it's, um, you know, a travel or, you know, you can even have a food yeah. you know, a diet or health. Yeah. The topics are endless, whatever topic books you want to read. I mean, you could do any type of vision board. And if you've never done one before, I think probably we would suggest pick something, pick a topic that's near and dear to your heart. Right. And, and it can be, as, you know, it can be something what other, what other people might think is small, you know, like you said, you know, if you uh, want to learn a new skill, for example, and you can have a vision board about learning that skill, what, you know, the steps that you take to get there or where you see yourself at different times or kind of what's your, your long-term vision of, you know, your level of skill, you know, as, as you progress, like there's so, so many opportunities. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, that's great. I love that idea. And I think that's something that listeners will really appreciate as well. Lena, I know you're a, you're a planner, like big time planner. And, and that's a, a skill that I, I wish I had to the same degree. I can do strategic planning for corporations and other people, no problem. But for my own life, I don't ever seem to be that, that detailed. So um, one of the things that I've always known about you is that you are very meticulous and, you know, doing things in a calculated way. So maybe you can share with us a little bit about, again, how you've used vision boards for your process. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's just funny that uh, that you say that um, I've had, you're not the first person to tell me that. And <laughs> I'm currently working with, a, with somebody who's a bit young, well, quite a bit younger than me. She's like 28. We're doing some partnering things together and the, she's not used to planning, but I think, um, so I'm, helping to encourage her on the benefits of planning and, and whatnot. But yeah. in my, before I started working for myself, I worked for many years in retail management um, with garden centers. So I would have to plan at least six months in advance for yeah. everything that was coming in and hiring and all that type of thing. So it uh, so that's really helped me with some other pieces of my life because I really didn't have a choice if right. I didn't and out certain things, I was just, I'd be dead in the water. So, so yeah, that served me well. So as it relates to creating vision boards, um, yeah, I've actually got a couple of different steps that I do that help me. Um, and like the very first thing that I do, actually, it's, it's a very creative uh, process, this, this one piece, and it's very loose and not structured at all. I just create some time for myself at the beginning of the year um, to sit down with a notepad and paper and a glass of wine and maybe some special treats. And this is like a date for myself where I'll just sit and think about my previous year. So that's my, my first step and look at my previous vision board and just even write out all the things that happened in my year that I was grateful for, that I really appreciated. Yeah. Um, I think I may have told one of you or two of you at a different time that, you know, one of the things that I would have wanted this year was to garden in Costa Rica during right. the winter. That's 
one of the things that I'm including as part of my work life for the winter. So last year I went to Hawaii, this year was going to be Costa Rica. So yeah, that was on my vision board, but I didn't go there. But instead I took a lot of local day trips and explored my own surroundings. And that was a lot of fun. So, you know, to our point earlier, like you don't have to be rigid about this. So that's my first step. I look back on the year and then I jot down a bunch of things that I really appreciated. And I'll use like colored markers, colored paper, colored notebook, like something fun. And uh, that's my first step. And then I'll create a second date for myself where I'll sit down and I will start listing some things that I'd like to see in my next year. And for me, it's actually that process of giving myself the time, that uninterrupted time, and you know, just taking myself on a home date and uh, thinking about what I'd like. And so even if I don't get to a, sticking it on a vision board, yeah. um, that process does a lot for me. Right. Um, the other- now, Do you tend to put um, mostly what you consider achievable goals and dreams, or do you put aspirational goals uh, and dreams in there too? Both. I do, I do both because when if I'm looking ahead to the year, I'll think, okay, well, this is realistic for this year and I'll, I'll try to accomplish this or I want to accomplish this. But then if I, if I just have a dream, like I want to visit so many botanical gardens all around the world. I want to go to butcher gardens in BC. I want to go to the gardens in England. I can't fit that into a time frame because I don't know when. Right. So I absolutely create some enough space with a, a board or my list to include those things that I don't know how they're going to happen. I just love that idea and I would just love to do it. Yeah. So I include both for sure. Yeah. Oh, and that's then, awesome. Yeah. I think it's, uh, you know, that's the thing is that everybody has their own way, right? Yeah. So when I do them, I'm very visual as you know, and I also, um, I also do songwriting, which some of them are good, some of them are not. But I also work my my dreams and my aspirations and my visioning into songwriting mm. because it's for me that's something that that um, supports and uh, keeps me focused. So you know, I I've got a dream of there's two places I really want to travel. One is I'd like to go to Paris. I've never been to Europe, but I'd really love to go to Paris. And I'd also like to go to um, Monet's garden because mm -hmm. my art and Monet is my you know, favorite artist. And I'd really like to go to Peru because I'd like, like to go up into the mountains and actually spend some time with people that live there, not go the route of touristy stuff. And because that's where uh, the music that comes from that area just speaks to my heart and I would love to go and learn how to drum the more uh, native music with them um, so those are things that I don't know if it'll ever happen in my life but it those are have been on my kind of dream list for a while so they come out in some of my art or in some of my you know dream wish list or whatever or and I've written a song about say very same thing so it's like everybody has their own way so yeah. i really want audience uh, members to to understand that if you're going to take this step and you've not done it before nobody's going to judge you whether you did it right or wrong because there is no right or wrong it's whatever fits for you in your life and what works for you in your life so um 
that makes me kind of move to the next thing. Like what really works for you the best for planning your board? So I know Lana, you had mentioned about kind of your review, but looking at the board itself and what goes on that board, how do you, how do you, how do you come up with what your board is going to look like? For me, I, I, I don't know where I picked up this tip, um, but over the years, uh, somebody else gave me this tip as to what they do. And they actually categorize their, you know, their dreams and goals into different categories like personal growth, uh, business, relationships, travel, health, that type of thing. So I basically make some lists for myself of by category as to, you know, if, if it's personal growth, it may be I want to take a paint class or a drawing class or a design course or something like that. Um, so that's a piece of what I do to get to that. And then from there, I'll just look through magazines or, um, you know, maps and that type of thing and look for those types of things that stand out to me as being something that is a visual of one of my, my goals or aspirations. Right. What about you, Sue? What's your process? Um, so similar to Lana, I also do up a list. So say for 2021, I've done up a list for me personally, for me professionally, and then also my house. So that's sort of how I split it up. And I just write. Yeah. Just write, you know, point form, write, 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 write. And then that's sort of the overall picture. And like you both, I'm very visual. And obviously, you know, selecting photos, words. Yeah. I love going to Dollarama and picking up little feathers and all that. I know, you find the best stuff. How <laughs> <Tell> you? <laughs> so I, I sort of put that all in there. But for me, the board when i look at it i want to i want my heart to be lifted yeah i want to be inspired and i want to smile right so i have my lists of boom 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 and as i do them throughout the year i get that sharpie and i very happily cross them off and feel very proud yeah. but the board itself is just i put it in my closet where i see it every day how many times and it's just like an overall feeling. Right. And that's sort of how I do it. So but is again, it kind of like a collage? Is yours yeah. like a collage? Okay. Absolutely, yeah. So there's a collage, you know, and obviously, you know, just displayed nicely and all that fun stuff. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's nice anyway. Collage. That's, uh, that's the plus of the decor therapy. That's right. Stuff, right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and again, you know, your your listeners, if you're not creative, that's okay. You can right. cut, be like you're in kindergarten, cut and yep. paste and, you know, just put them on the boards. You may want to lay out everything on your board without gluing it down yeah. and then move things around and go, okay, I like this and then start. Um, but for me, like it's the big picture inspiration inspires me in so many different ways. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about Peru, I was supposed to go last year ah. and, um, you know, this year was supposed to be the El Camino trail. And yeah. so, yes, I didn't do them, um, but I'm looking now at different things right. and looking back on my board, 
now I'm thinking, do I still want to go to Peru? Yeah. I haven't finally answered that yet. Yeah. I'm leaning to yes, but I don't know. So right. it really is a growing and learning process, as Lana had mentioned earlier. You can kind of put that in the parking lot too for future consideration. Right? That's why I like push pins. I love that idea. So I think <laughs> I'm going to be doing that. <laughs> oh, I want to see a finished project. <laughs> I know, I find for me, it's like I really, mine are much of a hodgepodge, but I like to depict a path. To me, it's kind of like where I am and where I want to be, but not necessarily linear. Like it just is a path and my paths are never straight ever anyway, um, in life or in art. And using a lot of sparkles and a lot of color and a lot of, a little bit more outrageous, you know what I mean? Because to me, that makes me smile. And I like to giggle and laugh at my own stuff because, you know, when I did the one vision board there with Lana, I mean, I was, I put red lipstick on and kissed it. Oh, I love it. For my <laughs> own, and it was hilarious. And we have pictures of that. And, and it still makes me smile now. Uh, other people may not understand it, but I don't I don't really care if they understand it or not because it made me happy and it still makes me happy. And it's how many years later. So, you know, it is really very personal. So what I want to do is kind of move into now uh, more about how the vision board helps you. So I understand, Sue, you kind of talked about how you did your vision board for your garden and, and you know, the work got done with help um, from Lana in actually implementing it. But on personal successes or professional successes, how do you find or do you have some examples about how your vision board actually played a role in something you achieved or a goal you reached or, or, or a dream that you actually got to experience. Oh, absolutely. So um, shortly, shortly after I moved here, I did up a few new vision, uh, vision boards just because my life had changed so drastically yeah. and I was coming to, you know, new place, new house, new life type of thing. So that to me was a perfect opportunity to say, okay, oh, you know, the slate is clean and how do I want to fill it? And so for me professionally, um, I loved everything that I did back in Durham in the GTA and I really wanted to recreate that here. Yeah. So I really took it down. I did my professional board, vision board, and on that, I mean, I love to speak at home shows, love to be on TV. I had my own TV show. So all those ideas went on that vision board. Right. Um, you know, networking, meeting new people, um, you know, and I think within a month and a half, I reached out to Rogers and I think they called me back a half hour later saying, <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. So seeing those things and knowing that I've done them before, I can do them again. That just made that so much easier, the transition so much easier. And then for me personally, you know, I, the only person I knew here um, was my son. I hadn't met Lana yet. Yeah. So I love to volunteer. So I wanted to join Rotary, which I did right away, um, which I'm very thankful for. And then I love history, passionate about history. Um, and I was on Rogers actually my first time. And I was talking to an older lady beside me and I'm like, well, who are you and what do you do? And she's like, well, <laughs> 
I'm the executive director of the Bytown Museum in downtown. Oh, well. <laughs> oh my gosh. I said, okay, we need to talk. And lo and behold, I'm now the president of the Bytown Museum. But of course you are. Of so course like, you are. It's, it's um, serendipitous. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. um, you had said earlier that one of your dreams is to go to Paris and to right. the garden. And like, once you put it out there, you know, the universe clicks and moves those puzzle pieces in very strange ways. And for many of us, the vision board is sort of that gateway into that. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's so awesome. I love that. It's uh, and, you know, it kind of comes back to something I mentioned earlier, too, is being open to experience. And I think that's probably one of the things a vision board can help people who aren't naturally comfortable with that to maybe open a couple of doors in their lives to to say you know what i think i can actually take that chance you know and but I'll, maybe i'll only take one or two chances and see how it goes mm -hmm. and then you've got something to inspire you so it's that that's that's awesome to hear that i love that story Elena, what about you? What's your, um, I kind of think I know some of the answer, but I'm going to let you pick your success thing because I may not know which one you're going to pick. Oh, yeah, no, no, and it'll be interesting to, to hear what you had thought afterwards, <laughs> but no, I don't know if you've heard this one. Um, well, you, you um, okay, the one I'm going to choose, though, is yeah. my gardening in tropical areas because right. when I was looking to make a significant change from my previous career, and just like Sue, I had moved to Ottawa um, a little little bit before, probably I'm, I'm, I'm five years now, but uh, just taking that time uh, to decide what I wanted to do. I knew that I had wanted to travel and I was trying to work this out like, okay, how do, cause I've never been a, a traveler. I've just been um, busy and it's just not something that was part of my life. So I thought, okay, in my new life, I wanna work personal with business and love what I do and have them mingle together. So how can I work with my business? How can I travel with my business? And I thought, oh, wouldn't it be amazing to garden in like some kind of a tropical uh, location? Absolutely. Okay, well, where? So where do I go? Um, and how do I do this? And first I was thinking about, you know, uh, helping with house plants on cruise ships and all this kind of thing. So- That would be fun too until COVID game, but yeah. Yeah, that was, that was an option. So I looked at all of those things and, you know, I'd always loved pictures of Hawaii. And I thought, oh, I just, I would really love to go to Hawaii. I wonder if there's a way that I could garden in Hawaii. And I put it on my vision board as a, as a potential thing. Um, so I was volunteering for an outdoor club. Um, I was their snowshoe coordinator because winter I can do activities. And I was giving that up and I was handing the reins on to another lady. So we went for a, a, another, she's a, a young lady. And we went for a snowshoe activity in the woods to get to know each other. And, um, and we were just started to talk about, you know, where we wanted to travel and whatnot. And I said, oh yeah, I've just, just decided that I want to go to Hawaii and garden in Hawaii somehow. I said, oh really? She said, I worked on a farm last winter. Um, I volunteered for a couple of months and I'm going back in December. Why don't you join me? I'm like, what? <laughs> really? She said, yeah. She said, I was there for four months. It's a great location, a wonderful homesteader. I learned so much from him. He's such a spiritual, um, beautiful human being. And it's just a wonderful place. And yeah, we can, you can come with me. We can go for two weeks. And I said, okay, done. So 
if I hadn't just recently decided to do this and like put it on my board, like would I have even mentioned it? Would our conversation have gone that way? And yeah, so a few months later, I went to Hawaii with her. That's a perfect example. And it yeah. is about, you know, you talk about, and I don't always believe in kind of this thing about um, the secret, for example, where you kind of put things out to the universe. I, I don't know if I'm a true believer in that. What I am a believer in, though, is when you become aware of your goals and dreams and you make them a priority. Yeah. You will attract the opportunities because you're putting it out there. Absolutely. You know, so it's not so much a mystical thing. It's not mystical at all. It's very practical. You know, it's all about kind of, like you said, you you had your mind on that because you had expressed it, put it out there to the universe, to yourself, you know, made it something visual for yourself. And so you had a reminder about it all the time. So it's it's awesome that that's both of you have such amazing stories. Um, so I really appreciate that you've joined us today. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Um, you're you're just two of my favorite people. Um, I love to watch your adventures and uh, there are days when I wish I'd come join you up in Ottawa, but grandchildren are here, so I'm staying here. But uh, I hope that when COVID is over and kind of life, well, I don't know if life ever gets normal again, but if it does, um, I'd love to come up and visit both of you and, and uh, get an opportunity to see you in person again. So I thank you both so much for your friendship, for your support, and for your awesome sharing today. It's just fabulous. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me the first time. And I know Lana's been back already. <laughs> Hopefully sure. we've Hopefully we've inspired some of your, your listeners. I think so. I and think honestly, that's our goal. yeah, absolutely. And that is really, and to eliminate any of those potential fears about doing this. Um, it, it, I'm going to be doing other kind of panel chats in the future as well. So I definitely keep you guys in mind for them, depending on what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, definitely because, uh, you're excellent guests. It was just such a nice, natural conversation. So I hope um, the audience, I hope you've all enjoyed that as well and felt part of it. Uh, it feels like we're kind of just having a girl talk, which is great. So um, we will uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up for today. And we look forward to getting together again at some point in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lana and Sue, for joining us today for this wonderful chat. Really appreciate you spending some time with us and sharing your experiences with using vision boards and living with intention with the audience. Um, if people have any questions, you can certainly contact either Sue or Lana directly or leave a message in the message voice message box that is in your episode description. See you next time. Take care and have a wonderful, awesome, badass day.